Jeremy here. Just before we get into the show, wanted to give an update. We have a new tier on our Patreon. That is the Sheikah supporter tier for $5 or more a month. You get a week early access to episodes as well as getting to pick games that you play alongside us. Each month, people in this tier can pick a game that we'll play. We'll stream it on our Discord for everyone else to see. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. We just played the Rogue Hero Ruins of Tassos game, uh, which is this roguelike, Zelda-like game that uh, is very similar to the old Four Swords games. It's very chaotic. It's very, very fun. If you want to join up in that, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild. If you can't afford that, we do still have the smaller tier. Just a reminder, people that join in that tier, they get ad-free episodes. They also get access to our side quests episodes, where once a month we record an episode just talking about all the other games that we have been playing. You also get to pick the games that we play in between Zelda games, what we call our Gaiden games, as well as getting a shout-out. If that sounds good to you, once again, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild sign up support us we really appreciate it anyways that's all i have so let's get on with the show hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. New this April from HyperX. It's the HyperX Clutch Controller. Get better control of your mobile gaming with its comfortable grip, directional pad, analog sticks, and shoulder buttons. This versatile controller can fit a variety of phone widths and can also connect wirelessly for use on tablets and PCs. Learn more and pick one up online at HyperXNHP.com, Amazon, Micro Center, Target, Best Buy, and other fine retailers. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. This is a bonus episode doing something uh, that we have put off for a while. We'll, we'll consider this the first of a few catch-up episodes that we've been needing to do for a while, just covering some some things, some, some Zelda spinoffs. Uh, we don't really do... Zelda spinoffs so far on here. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons why we haven't covered a lot of these things. Like when we, our format is that we do a mainline Zelda and then we do something that's similar to a Zelda and then we go back and forth on there. There's the so much Zelda. Are, there is. And we do plan on covering all of it eventually. But in this episode, we're going to be talking about Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. I'm your host, Jeremy Harvey. With me, we've got Brian Luigi's Apartment Hour. Oh boy. And from the podcast, Impossible Coin, Tegan Somerset. 
Hi, y'all. Welcome back, Tegan. Hi, Tegan. It's good to be back. Uh, before we get into it, tell some people about Impossible Coin. Uh, Impossible Coin is a podcast about video games. Uh, we cover general video games and video game news. We don't focus on any one specific genre. It's just whatever we like to play. Uh, so it's very fun. I'm doing a, a playthrough of Horizon Forbidden West right now. Rocky's playing through Project Triangle Strategy. Uh, and Brian is investigating the Intellivision Amico. <laughs> I've, yes. That has been my favorite thing jumping into your podcast is hearing him rant about the the incredulous things that are happening with that. Like it's there's so, so many beautiful. stuff that's so bad. And you're it's like, this is a scam. I, this I, is right. a, oh, a yeah. scam in action. We are in the middle of a we, scam. We're watching this. And it was so funny because... Um, a while ago, Tommy Tellerico like tweeted, "Oh, don't worry, Netflix was filming outside of my house," and we were like, "Oh, really? Oh, really? They are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you absolute buffoon!" <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I uh, I hung out with you guys uh, during the Game Awards and watched mm-hmm. that, and like I brought it up cheekily to be like, "Oh, you know, the Intellivision of Miko, blah blah blah." And Brian, like, if if we had been in the same room, it had been like he grabbed me by the cup and he was like, "Do you want to talk about that right now?" And I'm, yes, I do. I didn't know I would get this reaction. Let's dish. Tommy Tellerico is a terrible human being. It's so good. Like when Brian gets fired up about <laughs> stuff like that, it's very very fun to just wind him up and watch him go. <laughs> you guys get to get to say things I wish I could say uh, on our shows, but we try and keep it kind of clean and. Also, it just wouldn't relate. It just would not relate to what we're doing. Like, we're just going to be talking about, like, so then Link got the new bow and arrow, and you're like, oh, bow and arrow, that reminds me of this thing with the Intellivision. And and Injustice. The Injustice behind it. It's so funny, though. Speaking Uh, of evil monsters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Speaking of evil monsters. uh, Ganon. Uh, Before we get into talking about the game, though, since... Tegan was last on here, uh, which was after we finally got a trailer, a a follow-up trailer for Breath of the Wild 2 Electric Boogaloo. Uh, We got a five-second clip after an apology for the delay. In this, we see someone that has the face of a Link that we know, but everything else about him is not the Link that we necessarily know from Breath of the Wild. Uh, Who knows? We don't know anything else beyond that. He pulls a sword out. It looks like a master sword that we knew, but not the master sword that we knew because it's got some weird gunk on it and it's broken and he's in front of a, a thing. We don't know what it is. That's Sphere how vague this was. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tegan, yeah. just, just, I, I need you. What, what, what is this? Explain it all. How, Tell us all, how our, many all your things? Am I allowed to talk about Skyward Sword this time? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, go for it. You can say no, it's okay. Um, so uh, my initial just, analysis, just my initial analysis of the exact two seconds of footage that we got are um, the gunk that's on the Master Sword looks like the same material that the Sheikah shrines are made out of in Breath of the Wild. Number one, number two, we haven't had Breath of the Wild. Link doesn't get that same Triforce um, effect that Zelda gets in Breath of the Wild, so. Link actually being chosen by the Triforce of Courage, possibly somewhere in the in-between or in this particular like game. Very, very good. Chef's mm-hmm. kiss. Um Fee Fridge? Fee okay? Question mark? Mm, we, we don't know. Um and 
Yes. Oh, also the sphere of light thing that uh, they're in front of. It reminds me of something from Twilight Princess. Okay. Uh, it reminds me of the the spirits of light in Twilight yeah. Princess. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it reminded me of, and that combined with like the markings on his arm, which are definitely reminiscent of the mirror of Twilight, like that portal that it mm-hmm. it summons. Yeah, like it's giving me very much like uh, the dark interloper vibes. I had thrown out the theory before that the Link would possibly this this was this was going along with the idea that uh, you could play as Zelda or Link, mm-hmm. where Link would get the magic hand that mm-hmm. gives him certain powers, while Zelda would rely on more um, grounded weapons and items and gear and things like mm-hmm. that. Where uh, along the way, Link is going to learn new abilities through the magic hand. And it's possible that that's what we're seeing here because this guy that we saw that was possibly Link, past Link, who knows, whatever, mm-hmm. he had that hand. and It was the same style of hand that was holding the weird mummified guy that we saw in the very first trailer. I'll that we assumed dehydrated Ganon. Dehydrated, sexy Ganon. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, I still, what I saw from this still kind of holds my theory to that where we're going to be going far away from the old, at least Link will be moving away from the, the dated weapons that he would get of the weapons of power or whatever you want to call them. Like mm-hmm. the, the items that you would get along the way where everything is going to be in this arm that mm-hmm. he's going to just gain new abilities through his magic arm. Mm. I just like that. I think they um, scientifically figured out the point at which people's eyes would start to glaze over with the footage we've already seen. And that's when they stuck in the five seconds of new stuff to where you're like, mm-hmm. you don't even recognize that it's there until like halfway till it's all, till it's basically over and like, Oh, that was new. Hold on. I got to go back. Mm-hmm. I skipped this video when it first came out because I thought I was just like, Oh, it's just an apology video. What is, what did they, how mm-hmm. did this get summarized? And then I saw a random picture and I was like, what is this? This is not. <laughs> this is not been this seen before. New. And I had to go back and watch and be like, "Oh, oh wait, that was it." Okay, never. Mind. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was looking at it and I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, is there anything? I was watching intently. As soon as they were like, "We're sorry, we have to delay," and I was like, "I knew that. I mm-hmm. knew that the day that you announced that Pokemon was coming out for holiday. Like, obviously, you're delaying it. You're not competing with your own franchise. I get it." Um, and so I was looking for whatever the new thing was. And as soon as it happened, I was like, screenshot, 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 screenshot. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I was too. But by the time he's flying into the air and, and mm-hmm. you know. Wiggling up through the ground. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm like, all right, we're not really getting anything here. And, and that's when it mm-hmm. happened. Two whole seconds. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say, hey, I was right. Spring, spring 23. So, uh, mm-hmm. points for I, points for Brian step in time. Here's, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, spring twenty three, right, is going to be six exactly six years after Breath of the Wild of originally came out, right? Mm-hmm. March third mm-hmm. is also a Friday, and will be the exact six years since Breath of the Wild was released. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's where my money is. Blank. March third. I we the just need is to real. see. We need to see more from this game before we can do it. Like the fact that they had we'll barely anything to show us 
mm-hmm. in this update. They don't want to uh, show us anything. They don't want to. Yeah, they, it feels like they're so they're using we'll get the there. same assets, the same engine. Like they didn't have to rebuild those things in order for this to happen. Um, Brian on our show thinks that this delay in particular is signaling that a more powerful switch will be coming out. I don't everyone, yeah, that's what I know. said. Everyone's saying that, but everyone has it been saying feel like that. It. So, like, yeah, we, we literally can't. We literally can't. You cannot get a PlayStation Five still. Like it is still like you can, you know, but it's still mm-hmm. it still is a challenge to buy the new systems that have been out for a year. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it is it is ridiculous uh how far we are in to this like new generation and it's still hard to get where there was possibly a chance that nintendo had it in their in their plans to release a new updated switch a year or two ago Mm -hmm. but they were not able to do that and since that then we got the oled we just got a nicer screen and that was it they Mm -hmm. still kept everything the same nothing's changed so they still have to put in these requisitions way ahead of time and they cannot do it. So the idea that we are even going to hear anything about a next gen switch within the next year is ridiculous to me. Like, I think, I think that the idea that these things somehow go hand in hand at this point has gotten out of control. I think Mm -hmm. maybe there was, it's possible that they did have some things that they were working on with better hardware but then they had to scale it back. Things changed during production where they were like, okay, we have to scale some things back. And knowing how the first game was done through this process, they discover a new thing and then they just reset the whole game to be like, let's focus on this thing here. Let's add this mechanic into every single thing that we can now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I just, I really hope people start getting away from this connection. Because I could, people are just like, oh, this will be like Twilight Princess or like the first Breath of the Wild was. I'm like, to me, this is going to be like Skyward Sword. This yeah. is going to come out at the tail end of the lifespan of a system. But it's not going to be the last game. And it's not going to be a bridge game to the next system either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Especially with like, like if a, if there was supposed to be a stronger Switch release two or three years into the life cycle, that's the beginning of the pandemic. Like it's not happening with between like the Mm-mm. chip shortages for everything else and like just the general state of the the global trade networks. Like it's not happening. We it's still super have, not happening. We still have another year or two before we can start to level up level out on the chip shortage because they're building new factories all over the world mm-hmm. to compensate for this. And that is something that is an initiative that like here in our country wasn't started until like last year. And then in some other countries about a year and a half ago, and that still takes a lot of time. That still takes a few years to get this stuff up and running to Mm -hmm. get those trade routes also rerouted to these new facilities. Like I work in logistics. I understand. Brian also does has a hand in this kind of stuff. He understands this stuff as well, where like you can't just say we need more of this product and then tomorrow we'll have more of this product. That starts a conversation to say, what do we do to increase how much of this product that we can get? Mm -hmm. And you have every major technology out there vying for this type of material to create their own chips for things Uh, and the thing is video games are very low on that cars and phones are the highest things we have not gotten a new jump in iphone we are not seeing any crazy leap in in cars right now and Mm -hmm. until we people aren't buying cars either people are not buying. like it it is it is a bad situation all around for that but you know yeah 
And so honestly, until we see a crazy new technology for phones, we're not going to be seeing much for uh, commercial home consoles. Well, mm-hmm. and, and the, the parity between the Switch and other systems is becoming less and less of an issue because you can just get, you know, older games, put them on the Switch. People will play anything on the Switch. Um, I, you know, I don't know. Like, I think it's got more life in it and Nintendo can figure out a way it's- to do it. It's still think, the best-selling system. Yeah, it's yeah. still the best-selling system. Right. Why would they worry about it? And, right, and like I would, I don't think that they'd be releasing like Pokemon at the tail end of the system's life cycle, mm-hmm. or like Splatoon three at the tail end of the system's mm-hmm. life cycle. They'd move those things to the next system. Right. We're not seeing enough Kirby games yet to signify the end of a console. <laughs> we need we need at Valid. least three Kirby games a year. For two years before it's the end of that. That's conflict. the signal. That's it right there. Yes. The the other thing is is um like we can go back to the eighties and the chip shortage then, which you know people like to say was manufactured by Nintendo, and I'm sure to a certain extent there's some truth to that. Yamauchi was a bastard, um, but <laughs> uh, like the way that Nintendo did business with you know, they manufactured everything themselves. And so you had to put it in order six months ahead of time. And if you didn't necessarily know whether your game was going to ex- be like the biggest thing in the world. And, and if it was, and you only ordered a half a million carts, well, too bad. Um, you'll have to wait another six months. Like that sort of thing coupled with the chip shortage. We're seeing a lot of that now to where during the pandemic, we were telling our customers for, uh, a product that a lot of people were using uh, for safety in the pandemic, uh, you're going to have to order that in like nine months in advance. And some people would laugh and, and not believe us and then call us six months later and be like, I really can't find anything. And we're like, yeah, we told you six months ago, you'd have it in Mm -hmm. three months from now. Like it's, if you had put in an order, it's that bad. So, Mm -hmm. so with chip, the Mm -hmm. chip shortage, yeah. Like they're not even going to think about doing, a new one. Just keep, the switch can keep going. It'll be fine. They'll be fine. It's been fine. It's going I'm to still, be fine. I'm still playing mine every single day, and I've got a, a PS5 and an Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. Like I've got the all the new fancy stuff, and I'm like, I still just want to go and I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles, a Wii game, on my Switch right now, and I'm having a great time. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we're not in a position that it's needed because I think you can just reflect on how. I, I know a number of people that got a PS5 and have sold their PS5 mm-hmm. because they're just like, I don't know why I got this system right now. There's nothing to play on it. And yeah, like, they're yeah, really, unfortunately, there really yeah. I could name three or four games that are exclusive to it, and they're all really good games. They're not worth fighting over people to try to get this, you know, $500 system, mm-hmm. spending $70 on games uh to to get a hold of these things right now especially because there's so many other great games out there Mm -hmm. it's not not even a knock against those games necessarily it's just there's so many other great games in there that you can play on your ps4 and your xbox uh xbox one or whatever Mm -hmm. like you can play all those games on there you don't need a new system right now and nintendo i think knows that i mean nintendo is smarter than all of us when it comes to this stuff every once in a while they get a brain fart and they do the Wii, they do a Wii U. I, I will mm-hmm. always say this is it's it's always video game hubris. You get you mm-hmm. get two on top for too long, you you fumble. 
Right, but they're still riding this. Like, there's a there is a chance. I'm more worried about the Switch Two than I am about like them still having faith in the Switch. Like, mm-hmm. it is it is a smart move to keep going with the Switch right it's, now. It's got everything but a microphone, thankfully, uh, and so you know <laughs> it can pretty much serve any purpose they need it to. They can yeah. make anything it's, they it's want. Covered everything. They can yep. make anything they want with it. Anyway, let's, yeah. let's 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 uh anyway. any other things we want to say about this this 5 second clip that this we saw? Great haircut, Aonuma. Um <laughs> oh, yes. I like his haircut, haircut more than I like yes. his games. So um <laughs> the other the last thing I have is like have you guys heard the rumored name supposedly? I, uh, <laughs> I don't like I don't the the it, it of the wild. From a, it originated oh, no, no. from a fan site. Like it's not right. Yeah. It's not, I don't, I don't the the faux rumored name for people who don't know um is uh Breath of the Wild Age of Duality. And it's like no. That doesn't even who fit with that? like that that's the that's the name. That's it, the leaked name. That's, that's the, the supposedly leaked name. I don't know. That doesn't even follow like normal Zelda naming convention. But it's like the edge of duality. The yeah, blade. Which is a- which isn't, yeah, that is a sword you can get in Breath of the Wild, God. but I know. God, no. No. That, and that doesn't even, that doesn't give anything away. Like what? What? It, like when they said, oh, the name will give it away. What does that uh, give away? The, look we, up. Just, yeah. Look up John, Car- uh, John Cartwright doing a video about how easy it is to pose as a Nintendo insider. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm going like, to pose as a Nintendo insider. I probably know more about the Legend of Zelda you, timeline than they do. You know, yeah, you know the correct timeline. So, yeah. Obviously. Well, that's your fault because they don't, Nintendo doesn't follow the timeline. Like, you're, you're not going to actually be able to, to, to predict stuff correctly because you think it has to, it has to, they, they morph the timeline every time. Right. I walk into Nintendo headquarters. I am rolling a very large whiteboard behind me. It's covered in red string. <laughs> As you're dressed as Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> right, exactly. Speaking of timelines. Speaking of timelines, Hyrule Wars, Age of Calamity. Uh, this was a game that came out in 2020. This was a, a let's just say, a, it was a follow-up to two different games. Uh, one, the Hyrule Warriors game and Breath of the Wild. It was uh, a tease, you know, when it first showed up, right? Like, it, we had a trailer that popped up probably during, like, it was, it was during a direct, whether that was at E3, I can't remember. Uh, but we get this video showing up where the, we're just like, more Breath of the Wild. And then you oh. see, oh, you, you know, you see, like, new DLC, maybe? Right. Mm-hmm. We see Omega Force getting connected to this stuff, and some of the internet is just like, oh, man. But then me and some of the internet is just like, yes, more <laughs> Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> uh, so we're just going to talk about the gameplay right now before the break. So this is a what is called a Muso game is how it's referred to. This is a or a lot of people in the States are, you know, English speakers will just refer to it as as like a Warriors game. Uh, It it started from the Dynasty Warriors series that had you being one person fighting an entire army of people. And with a single slash of a sword, you could hit 20 people that would fly into the air and that could possibly kill them. And you're just taking on these huge swarms of enemies. Uh, We did get the Hyrule Warriors game uh, a few years back. That originally came out on the Wii U. 
Then they did a version on the 3DS, uh, which you had to have the new 3DS to play. And then they ported it to the Switch with everything on there. Uh, we're not going to talk much about the game. I love that game. We will do an episode in the, in the future about that game. But for this, uh, also, Brian didn't play that. So, Mm-mm. Well, I mean, I, I played it for like a couple hours. And I was like, this is either going to like completely suck me in or I'm going to bounce off of it. And I ended up bouncing off of it. Speaking of uh, playtime, Tegan, what do you know your playtime for Age of Calamity? Oh, uh, it's like 36 hours. I played really? it all. Yeah, I played it. Um, I did like a, a once like partway through and then uh, my fiance and I played it together. Okay. I'm at so. 58 hours and I did. I, I have not completed the, the story DLC. Uh, I did the first batch, the first two batches of DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still working through that. To open it for to tell me. Yeah, you have to open the game and <laughs> then go to like try it. to save another game. That's fine. You can see that. I'm going to talk about it. Uh, and yeah, so yeah, honestly, your your playtime is surprising to me. It, it was a it was a great pickup and just do a, a round with the sound off while I'm talking to my girlfriend or something. Like mm-hmm. I could just chip away and slash at bacoblins and and it was a lot of fun. See, I, I couldn't. I had to pay attention because. Uh, I didn't, especially when I first played Hyrule Warriors, I just didn't understand the Musou game. Like, I, I, I had never played a Dynasty Warriors game. I had watched, like, a friend's roommate play some Dynasty Warrior games on, like, PS2. Like, I'd come mm-hmm. hang out and be like, that, 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 like, I didn't know it was Romance of the Three Kingdoms, but the story I was hearing, I was just like, this is awesome, and I'm totally in for this story. I don't care about this gameplay whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm literally yeah, the opposite. Fair. I yes. don't care about the story, but I love the gameplay. And I never got into those. I played quite a bit of one of the Gundam Warriors games that came out. And I mm-hmm. didn't even care about Gundam. But just fighting as giant robots in space made more sense to me than fighting as old, you know, warriors in, mm-hmm. you know, a time that I just don't have any interest in. 65 Brian, what, hours or more. Oh, so you have the nice. most hours of us. Yeah. yeah, I was streaming it. The, the makeup wheel of doom gets thrown in, and all of a sudden oh, you're, sure. you're playing with tiny hands while how many failures are with that? Right? Yeah, so uh, you know. Also, I take forever to play games. We all know this. I'm mm. a slow runner. Well, and like mine's just like I've played the whole game, but like my playtime is just that's my solo time mm-hmm. because we played it as a duo yeah. on the other Switch. Mm. So like, that's I don't right. know how long we spent. Oh my goodness. Uh, as someone who has played the game in the split screen, like on the TV mode, Oof. it is a nightmare. It Oof. is bad. <laughs> um, what happens is like both of your like special moves will be going off and the switch will start chugging oh, along oh really badly. Frames are Oh, that dropped, doesn't take two skips. people to do that. Well, yeah, that's true. But like, it's a nightmare when you're trying to do it with two people. Yeah, it's right, exceptionally frustrating Magic because then all of a sudden like you're starting one per- one thing and the other person's frames are dropping and it turns out that they've actually launched the enemy way out of where you thought they were going to be. And so you're hitting, you're using your special move on nothing. Right. I did that I in Clash know. Royale all the time. Cat is here. Oh, hi, kitty. So, yeah, this game we have, I want to say, 18 different characters that you can pick from. Okay. Um, all, all related to the Breath of the Wild. This is not like with the first game where they brought in characters from all different games. Uh, every every one of these characters has a connection to Breath of the Wild. 
Uh, there are a number of original characters, some versions of characters that we hadn't seen, like with Impa, where the the version of Impa that we saw in the Breath of the Wild was a, a, a wizened old version of her. And we get to play as young Impa in this one. And she is a, a, a springy young lad that can duplicate herself and mm-hmm. launch those duplicates at people. Uh, uh, you know, spoiler, she's one of my favorite characters to play as. Spoiler, she's uh, the best character in the game. Yeah. Spoiler, she's very fun. Yeah, she's, no. she's fantastic. Impa is, is my S-tier oh, character. But Mifa, though, but Mifa, though. I mean, Mifa's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I actually do really like playing as Mifa, uh, but, like, mm, Impa, uh, like, Hess 2 is maybe a close close second. Mm-hmm. It's just I, a joy. Weirdly enough, Zelda uh, with the Sheikah Slate is one of my least favorites. Uh, there's something about like yeah. the way that her moves, uh, change so drastically because like, okay. So each of these games, you have the same kind of combo button presses. It's either, uh, small attack, big attack, and you do a combination of those to do different things. And the best things about these warrior games is that you get a number of characters that all play wildly different from each other, but it really just comes down to, figuring out which patterns help in which situations Mm -hmm. where some Mm -hmm. of them are better for clearing around you. Some are better for focusing heavy attacks on something straight in front of you. Uh, It's really just learning those each time. They each all have a couple different special attacks too, depending on like uh, some of them will like, you can charge up a thing that you can unleash and then others have it where you just build up a meter and then you unleash that meter. Everyone has this uh, that you unleash the meter and does some big attack. Yeah, uh, I'm hesitant to give too many examples of which character does what because we'll we'll get into spoilers. But like, uh, we'll do spoilers uh, near the end of this episode. So if you're worried about that, but um, the like your your special attack, there's someone that you can sometimes like for sometimes it'll trigger a special attack. But there's another person that like if you just press the special attack button as you're doing a normal attack, it will make that special attack even stronger. And just little things like that are different for each person. You almost kind of want to, you know, ha- go, you know, two or three or four campaign uh, missions with them before you figure out if you if you like them or not. Or if yeah, they're if there's be... one person that you're going to like continue using right. all the right. time then, or you know, not, mm-hmm. depending on who they are, you know, just throw them to the side and be like, no, I don't really, I don't really like playing as you. Right. It's just like, oh, I need to level you up. So let's see. Maybe I'll bring you on as a third character for mm-hmm. this one that I'll never switch to. Or I'll just go over to the, the army base and level you up that way. I, the I, best I, character to play as is, of course, like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. That was it's that, just like, he's the best one. Well, he's in he, every mission. It's perfect. <laughs> also, he has the biggest variety of weapons mm-hmm. of anybody. Right. So even in his, you have five different play styles at mm-hmm. least i think two-handed one-handed uh and spears and that's not including the dlc which yeah. added mm-hmm. okay which i haven't played any things. of that uh it's not a spoiler for the dlc i don't think you'll get so you get some sheikah weapons there's one that is basically like um almost like a dual hand whip kind of thing Ooh. where you're using your own you're using a um the the guardians you basically have like their arms in your hands that you'd like do like dual whips with. And it's pretty cool. And they bring the motorcycle in as well Mm -hmm. as a weapon. So like, that's, that's really cool. 
Um, it, there's, but yeah, you can only really do that with Link. Zelda c- gets uh, an uh, an alternate form, and then I believe she gets another thing with the DLC. I think I can't remember on that one. It's good uh, that she gets an alternate form because the first one is is fine. not good. <laughs> no, no, it's um, fine. Mm. But like in that way where it's really not fine. Yeah. No, and even her alternate form is still just like a weird one to control. It's really strange. But I, I was I uh you unlock it as part of the story and. But I had someone in the chat because I played basically this entire game on stream and someone was like, oh, use your amiibos, like get your amiibos out and stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. All right. And then it it just happened to drop one of her special weapons that get unlocked later. And I kind of sat there stunned uh. with stunned (laughs) face for about 20 seconds on the stream. And I'm like, is this what I think it is? And you're like, this isn't a Sheikah slate. This is is definitely not something I'm supposed to have right now, but I liked it way more. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Great thing about this game that I, as someone who, you know, when Breath of the Wild came out, I mean, as, as all three of us, when Breath of the Wild came out, we were obsessed with Breath of the Wild. And then this game comes out and you're just sort of like, this isn't Breath of the Wild. But then you open the map and it's like, oh, that's the Breath of the Wild map. And it's mm-hmm. just really cool to have everything like the markers and all of this stuff carry over uh, into this and just still still feel like it meshes with it perfectly right it's also really nice to be able to see some of these places that we're familiar with from breath of the wild in their non-ruined state Mm -hmm. yes that was what i was most that's also very fun yeah i i thought you know not knowing how the game was going to work i thought maybe i would get to run around more of the world than you than you really are able to and Mm. for whatever reason just the the maps themselves don't like i don't feel like i'm in a space that i've you know lived in for over 700 to 800 hours as i have (laughs) um so yeah i thought that that's something that's always struck me as odd about it is that i don't like recognize where i am um you know not just like the the some of the places are ruined and stuff but um yeah i thought i would be like more familiar with the world I would say it is one of its biggest failures that you can't climb, that you can't glide. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were two. Can glide. You sort can of. glide as sort of a if you happen to be in the air and pressing a s- series of buttons that you never remember because they're not actually important. You're in the middle of button mashing suddenly... and backing away from a bad guy, and all of a sudden you're up right. in the air, and you're, and like, you're like, "What mm-hmm. am I doing? <laughs> uh, I, this is good, though. This is good. I can use this." <laughs> But a no. tactical advantage. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you, you can't climb. And that is like a key part of Breath of the Wild. And that is where this game almost feels like it's just in its skin alone. And that's it. Uh, and in a lot of ways, it is. Even in its storytelling, it's it is it's fan fiction. Uh, and we'll, it's we'll get to that. It's not just fan fiction. It's fix-it-fix fix specifically. It's very specifically fix-it-fix. Fix. And we will, we will get further into that in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I still love this game. Uh, I love this. It's just addictive to me. Uh, being able to just like play a game where I can just at a glance be like, oh, I need to turn the red thing blue. Mm-hmm. It's like the gameplay, like at any time, every once in a while, they throw in something where I, I fail because I'm like, oh, I was supposed to protect this thing. Well, why wasn't it a different color? Like why? Like it should mm. be a different color to tell me that it should be purple. Uh, 
yes, there should be something on there. But for the most part, I can go in, I can fight swarms of enemies, I can power up. It has the ultimate power fantasy that I love in these games. Uh, Right from the get-go, you are super powerful of being able to swing a sword and take out 20 enemies, as I said. And you only get stronger from there. And I love that. I just love that so much. It just feels so good to me. And I, I get every criticism of this game. I get people that don't like this style of game, that it doesn't feel as rewarding to them as, as other things, because there is no real, there's light exploration. You, you can find the Koroks. Yeah. That took me a while to realize. And then I was like, I don't know if I'm going to go back to, to, I already spent 65 hours on the game and I didn't really repeat a whole lot of missions unless I, you know, I really needed a resource to, to unlock a part of the map like oh there's a bunch of octoroks here i need octoroks so i'll do this yeah there are things that you can get that make it where the korok seeds pop up on the map where treasure chests pop up on the map yeah you eventually get those to help you 100 the game it's not necessary because it does the same thing that it did in breath of the wild where it expands out your weapon slots so although there's a couple other things here and there where they'll be like yeah we'll give you weapon slots or we'll give you an upgrade to this thing here for everybody but for the most part, they are just used to give you more weapon slots for things. There's, there's, ev- there's even another resource you can find after you've completed the main story. If you go back and play, there's like pieces of a thing you can find. And I won't say what it is. It'll get you your nice marble post credit scene. <laughs> yes, we do have all of that, too. And we will. We'll talk about that. Uh, this is going to be an episode covering everything this game as far as we know is complete they put out all the dlc so if you're worried about story stuff later on we'll tell you we're going to talk spoilers so don't worry about that you can hang tight for now and still listen to us rant uh this game actually does a a really good i I've, i found that when i played a lot of this i played like you know like 20 hours of this and then i went back to breath of the wild um the the big enemies that do the same attacks that, like they right. attack in the same way. Uh, your attack, your battle tactics are completely different for this game. The way that you break them or break their shield or, or you know, do you know massive damage to them is completely different. But they attack the same way, and you know the you know you still do you know the dodge the same way. And so I noticed that this game did you know really uh, made me think about breath of the wild fights in a different way and also helped me recognize enemy uh movements before you know enemy tells before they do a, a certain strike in a very you know souls like fashion um then a way that i never noticed before playing breath of the wild uh and i thought that was really cool that you know it's completely different but the enemies still attack the same way right uh i don't i mean i feel like we've covered the gameplay of this you know you go from level to level you fight swarms of enemies you level up your weapons you you level up up drops and craft stuff you can you can add at or attributes and craft to your weapons and take them into battle you unlock stuff on the map that helps you later yeah yeah. you get to go hang out in in places before they're destroyed it's kind of it's kind of cool yeah it's a great checkbox game too like the way that they give you like you you can find something in the ui that will list off things for you to do 
They give you the thing mm-hmm. of like you can put a sensor on there that if you need a specific part, then it'll be like play one of these levels and you'll find this part. Mm-hmm. You and then you'll be in the middle of playing it and you'll get a pop up be like you got enough things for this. And you're like yay, Ooh. that feels good. I'll craft that. It unlocks this and you're just constantly you know leveling things up and opening up new things. Uh, I think this game's I think this game's great. I don't know what uh, how how do you guys feel about the like the gameplay overall with it? As a Zelda game, it's not a good Zelda. No, game. it's not a Zelda game. It's a, <laughs> as a, it's a Warriors, game. yeah, like as a Warriors Musou game, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's fine. Um, I almost wish this was on like the PlayStation or the Xbox, just because I feel like it'd be able to handle it a little bit better. Like, yeah, yeah. with all the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not mad about it. I think fi- I think the Fire Emblem Warriors game, we didn't have as many problems. As I had with the Zelda game, like gameplay wise. Well, oh, I mean, this game. Yeah, runs, in the co op specifically. This game does run worse than the first Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, like, it does. That is being based on a Wii U game. So mm-hmm. it's it sucks that in a lot of ways it is a downgrade where I, yeah, I like, prefer they, the visuals of the first Hyrule Warriors. Right. Game. It's like they turned up everything to be like oh it's so cool and it's just like you know it's it's the breath of the wild world so it's got to be better and by making everything better they actually made the game overall worse <laughs> let's chop the draw distance down by half uh, right mm-hmm. don't get me started uh, on draw distance in breath of the wild oh, yeah i mean it already wasn't great in breath of the wild and then this one is worse yeah because they put more enemies on there um but it's just fun for me. It's just yeah, no, it's a, a fun, fun. It's game. a fun game. It's a good game to like. I wanna, I wanna just murder a bunch of stuff and feel really good about it, and not have to worry about like if I have enough arrows on me, and if I sneak around the thing, and if a blood moon is coming, like I can just run in, slash a bunch of stuff, feel super powerful, and then like do something else. You know. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, Brian, how do you how do you feel about this overall gameplay? It's like, fine. <laughs> all right no no it's good it's whatever i i enjoyed playing it i probably wouldn't have uh played it otherwise i'll i'll probably play hyrule warriors now i still have it i'll get my wii u out <laughs> okay <laughs> uh let's go ahead and take a quick break when we get back we're gonna talk story and spoilers Wee. spoilers Wee. Come on in, take a seat. What are you having? Well, of course I've heard of Hair of the Dogcast. That's the podcast that talks about video games and beer. For all of the latest gaming headlines, craft beer reviews, retro games, modern games, series retrospectives, console studies, and on occasion, extremely hungover discussions on the lore of Kingdom Hearts, make sure to check out Hair of the Dogcast, part of the HyperX Podcast Network. New this April from HyperX, it's the HyperX Clutch Controller. Get better control of your mobile gaming with its comfortable grip, directional pads, analog sticks, and shoulder button. This versatile controller can fit a variety of phone widths and can also connect wirelessly for use on tablets and PCs. Learn more and pick one up online at HyperX and HP.com, Amazon, Micro Center, Target, Best Buy, and many other fine retailers. SequelCast 2 and Friends looks at movies and video games and franchises one movie and game at a time. Hosted by Matt Bradley Shurgi, Thrasher, and Alex Miller, been going since 2009, and we're part of the HyperX Podcast Network. 
All right, Tegan, I am going to let you take the reins for a bit on this because this is... Uh, Tell everyone I mean, whenever, why this is bad. Well, whenever we get you on here, uh, we love having you on because you are such a lore aficionado for the Zelda series. Thank you. And I am very proud of my non-existent knowledge. <laughs> you're, you're my encyclopedic knowledge. knowledge of nothing. <laughs> and this game here... Uh, it really, it really pitches itself as being an important story, but in the end, it's not at all. No, this game comes to you and says, hi, this is the canon experience of what happened during the calamity. And then halfway through the game says, just kidding. It's a giant fix it fix. <laughs> right off the bat. Right off the it's, bat, we get it. We get a Bill and Ted basically here for sure yeah uh where the game basically says like we're gonna introduce a thing that is gonna screw everything up but in the process of introducing it actually fixes itself at the end and becomes a net zero this is why i hate uh these warrior games or like the the fire emblem mobile game that they made which the gameplay you know was fine it was it was scaled down little rts or, or, or uh, mm. uh, tactics battles. I always do that. S- uh, scale down little tactics battles, but it has to make this like multiverse, you know, storyline to where ooh something broke and we have a a new hero who comes in from the broken multiverse to like round up the people we all know. And hi, I'm the prince of fake land and i'm here to do that and so they like they all do that and so i was really hoping this one wouldn't but i knew deep down that it would and it it's totally like as soon does as, as soon as you saw that little egg uh, that little oh God, egg guardian so you're like aha I, stupid i was like i was like <laughs> okay, I, hang on i really hang hope, on. I really hope that they somehow tie this in to where this doesn't make it an alternate timeline but like, okay. mm, I did. I the did. egg is adorable. It's adorable. The egg, the egg, is adorable. The egg is adorable. The egg guardian is adorable. I'm not saying I'm not oh. saying that it's also dumb. But <laughs> however, however, comma, we have to remember. Here's the thing you have to remember about the Hyrule Warriors games. They take place in an alternate universe. Yes. <laughs> They're not even on the timeline. Is, Thank I, God. I think they I think... look at the timeline. They look at it and they it, go, this is huh? no, no, I'm just <laughs> the, the first Hyrule Warriors game was it 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 acknowledges the existence of the timeline like that Mm -hmm. is its thing this one it doesn't again this is entirely in breath of the wild like there's nothing really about this Mm -hmm. game that touches the other zelda games uh i wish it did i was really hoping that it would uh but here's the thing brian when you were first talking about your issues about like bringing in a a foreign character i thought you were going to be like but they didn't do it this way instead they brought in a foreign villain which was astor which when we first saw him everyone was just like oh is this is this like some new uh uh or a new version of uh some character like a lot of people were throwing out different characters from other Zelda games, like the the villain in Link Between Worlds. I can't remember his name off the top mm. of my head. Or Aganam or Aganam. Uh, yeah, people that's were, what he is. were theorizing this stuff here. But no, Astor is just like this guy that shows up that is just sort of like, I'm obsessed with Breath of the Wild too, and I'm going or Breath of the Wild also. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Breath of the um, Wild as well. As well. <laughs> Um, 
and I want to take over it. And so I'm gonna go and control Calamity Ganon. And that's what that's right. all that's like the it. That's all it is. Uh and there's a lot of stuff about Astor's design specifically Ooh. that signals to other people that this should be I know, a reincarnation of a villain that we've already seen. <laughs> He's got opinions. My little bean's got opinions about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we can start with like his overall design, the dark cloak, the dark hair, the pale skin that very much is like with the with the like jewel design in the front and like the red jewel accents, mm-hmm. very specifically that triggers um wind sorcerer Vadi memories. Like that is the Minish Cap villain, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. And then we have the the specific like Gerudo symbol on the back of his um outfit that's also found on um both um Ruji and um oh what's her name Urbosa's outfits yeah, okay um on their red the right. red jewel that they have yeah, on they, their hip they, it's um they both hang out in the desert though yeah, but it's like both of their designs so then it's like okay is this more of like a Gerudo villain that like another like is this a different king that didn't rise oh because of God. Calamity Ganon or something like that. Then there's that thing. No. And then, like, you look at the very specific, the diamond patterning on here, and then bringing back um, when they re-release Skyward Sword, and Girahim is the main villain. It's mm-hmm. the same patterning that appears whenever he's teleporting around. And so you're like, oh, no, this is Demise's sword reincarnated. No, it's none of those things. It's just a dude. It's just, it's, no, it's, it's just a guy. It's just George Lucas doing the prequels. Like, it's, you know, it's poetry. <laughs> it's sort of, they he's just pulling crap out of the old movies it to really make is. you, like, feel things. And you're like, something, anything. They're just, and I, yeah, they're just oh. pulling references from places. You know, it's, I, I am having, a flashback uh when we first had you on TV <laughs> and you theorizing a lot of this stuff or like at least going along with theories that you had heard and I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. That it actually ended up not being any of that. I, I fight everything. I'm so mad. I'm this game makes me so mad. Like it's all the stuff is like right there, you know? They could have really done something mm-hmm. then no, none they of really it. could have just made this like actually Right. Cool, but I, like I wonder if Nintendo wouldn't let them. It. Like Nintendo's like, no, oh, almost certainly. You can't. Right. You can't have access to the canon now. The canon. You matters. can't actually change anything. <sighs> but they could have. Uh, they could have turned. They could have used this as a spot to have like another um, Ocarina of Time style break. You know. And they were just like, nah, actually. I think, you know. No. Actually, no. Input on it or. Let right, it in some like, way or, you know, taking over the story Astor's, of it. And... Right. And like, and Astor's design specifically, like he's got the the jewel eye in his forehead mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And that also makes him look like dehydrated Ganon yeah. in the basement in the Breath of the Wild 2 trailers. And like, no, like nothing is going to come of that either. Nope. You know, mm-hmm. and he's over here using the Sheikah tech. Like he's got what is essentially like a core for a guardian, an ancient core for a guardian. And he's using it like this cool scrying orb and it's summoning the little like star patterns that you see in some of the shrine. None of this is going to matter. And it makes me so mad. (laughs) Does it? Yeah. Uh, A little bit. I, the jury is out on whether or not I'm actually mad, but I'm actually mad. (laughs) You're very passionate. 
and that kind of energy can go either way. Oh, it really uh, so this, yeah. So this game, what it does is it just basically pitches this idea of like, we're going to tell you this story mm-hmm. about what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, I changed my mind. Instead, it's this weird time traveling egg yeah. that is going to go and well, screw the, up the, the, right. the timeline and you have to fix the timeline. The, the yeah. egg <laughs> is woken up at the moment that Zelda finds her power awakens her ceiling power yeah mm-hmm. yeah when she awakens the power in like the Hiten- fort hateno field and when link is beefing it yeah he's just done link he's done beefs it and he's yeah. not dead yet officially no. he's he's gotten a killing blow though a hundred percent but they it's what sends him to the you know the hot tub so um and <laughs> hot tub time machine. or just the hot tub rejuvenation machine um <laughs> you know and and he wakes up in 100 years but but that event is what wakes up the egg and then he whistles the theme song and pops open a portal to the future past or mm-hmm. to before this the all started future past. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure does. Yeah. Didn't we spend a lot of time of watching the younger versions of these characters that we have met figure out what the deal with this egg is and discover things like the towers and all this stuff. There's all these things where I'm just like, I didn't know we were even like needing this. Like we weren't, we weren't needing this kind of information. Uh, it's just, or that it yeah. happened I, like this. I mean, but also it didn't happen like it that didn't. because the towers don't show up exactly. in Breath of the Wild until after Link gets out of the hot tub. Exactly. Like, that's the thing. The egg took that information. The egg knows things. Got it. They got this. In, they got the information of what this tower was mm-hmm. earlier, and so you know, a hundred years earlier or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so we just go through a lot of this stuff. We eventually. This... It's not even a hundred years earlier. It's like two years earlier. Yeah, no, maybe. he he pops he pops in before uh right. before oh, Link right. got like right. Link isn't oh, in the God. hot tub. Link isn't in the hot tub. Link is just dying, and this thing zips back like to before just seven before. months. That's right. right. Yeah, oh, man. Just I'm before him credit. Zelda's not seventeen yet. That's the whole Zelda's not seventeen yet. We like, don't that's how the, far back they go back. We don't know the guard. No, no one's met the guardians yet, and that's the other thing is that they uh, have barely chosen the champions. In in yeah, the champions, not the guardians. In mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild, um, Link was the last person added to the squad. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's very clear when they have their little hey, you're the champion you know like kind of half-assed the ceremony memory right yeah Yeah, that that Mm -hmm. where like no one's really feeling it you can tell that the five of them are like a a tight unit and link's just this guy and and none of them really care trust him and so yeah like when when they have to go around when you have to go around with zelda to to meet all of them i'm just like this is not how this goes down no because like the other the other guardians are chosen first and then Link awakens the sword or is like chosen by the sword or whatever the heck. Mm. And like, that's when he's added to the squad and elected the princess's royal knight. Not, I do a bunch of murdering during the calamity attack. And now I'm the princess's royal knight. And also I'm the only warrior to never wear a helmet. But, hey. <laughs> yeah, but to- but Totaka uh, or whatever the name of the little guy is, I'm just going to call him Totaka. 
Um, yeah. Because that's, that's another Nintendo reference. Uh, it, it, it like knows everything that goes down or somehow or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's just the Wikipedia. Even though, yeah. even though it was in a box when this happens. Also, uh, Calamity goes through the time loop. Yep. And it sure does. And it knows things. Yeah. It knows Calamity what happens. Goes through, Calamity goes through the time loop, same time as this, and possesses the Taraco egg before the Taraco egg is woken up. Right. So does the future Taraco egg know that the past Taraco egg has been possessed by the by demise? Like, is that a whole thing? Who knows? Again, For Calamity Bill, again, Gannon. Again, Bill and Ted. well well i guess no what a what a that that i hate talking about time travel stuff when it's clear like there are some good time travel stories out there you know uh this is not a time travel game though it just is sort of the the reason why we have certain characters that we have Mm -hmm. uh i'll I'll just toss this out going forward we're going to be spoiling stuff let's put this okay um and i I wanted to be so excited for this, and then I didn't care immediately afterwards when somehow the future guardians from Breath of the Wild traveled the, the back in time. Descendants, basically, yeah. The, the the champion, the the future champion. Sorry, yes. I keep mi- mixing those two up. I do. The future the champions go back in time to fight the hundred year ago champions that we saw as ghosts in Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but like, why they fight with them? Um, they don't fight them. They fight with them. Right. They fight with them. They show yeah. up to, and they're they are now unlocked. They keep them characters. alive mm-hmm. until yeah. Link can get them, there. They keep them. Oh, so much is wrong with that compared to what happens in Breath of the Wild. So many things. That order of events is completely incorrect. Mm-hmm. First of all, first of all, <laughs> God, I feel like I've pulled out the big board now. Oh, please. Um. I have I have a, a large conductor rod, rod that I'm using to play. I've got one yeah, of those like chalkboards that like you know the chalkboards in like college rooms where it's like one really big chalkboard and the professor can like pull down a yes. smaller chalkboard and then put a that's what I have going on here. <laughs> First of all, in Breath of the Wild, the calamity begins when Zelda is coming back from the Spring of Wisdom, right? All of the champions are together with her. She is coming back from the Spring of Wisdom, and that is when everything goes down. They're at the, okay? the Laneru Pass. Yeah, they're in the Laneru Pass. Yes, exactly. Um, in this in this version, all of the guard all of the champions are already in their home turf on the towers, on the Sheikah Towers, in their home turf, near their divine beasts, when everything goes down. Oh, right Only there, Salamander, buddy. Her. Let's get in there and mess them up. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, there isn't... And, like, Zelda somehow recognizes that, like, oh, all of the divine beasts have been possessed. This is a problem. Like, they get that intel on the one Sheikah... The only Sheikah slate that anyone has that works. Got a walkie-talkie. It's got a walkie-talkie and a camera function <laughs> that allows remote access to all of the divine beasts, I guess. Um, and also it can teleport, like, between four people and a small army. It's, un- like, yeah. at different points of the storyline. I forgot about God. the ar- small army. Uh, small, small army. army. <laughs> <laughs> and also the entire the divine army. beast. <laughs> and the divine beast. Five also. armies. 
God. Five armies and and four divine beasts and the champion and the king and the this and the that's that. A, that's a that's oh. a semantics on that one. But yeah, like the the just the fact that like, I don't know, the, the way that the story has to like function. I don't know. Right. Sometimes and it's like, a little it's a little much. But yeah, I'm like, this, this is, is bad. bad. It's this wild. Bad. It's crazy. And like Zelda's like, all of my friends are dead. And also my dad is dead. And then it turns out like later you find out, oh, her dad is dead. It's fine. Um, which yeah. is too bad because he should have been dead anyway. But, but you um, play as him. I don't want to play as him. He's a jerk. Anyway. Um, but then like turn into a boat. Why do Why, I he care? Just, he doesn't even turn into a boat. Exactly. He should at least have the decency to turn into a boat. He's not a good father, um, so he doesn't know that. So that's why. Oh, I see. Only good fathers. You turn know, into so, boats. someone who's like a <laughs> decent human being would know that he should turn into a boat at this time. Oh God! But then we hey. get right. Honestly, hey. Um. So then we get like many cutscenes where Link and Zelda and Impa. And the egg. Also, Impa's still here, and she's the best. She is the best. Um, We go around, and we help. We come in at, like, the last possible moment and help defend the champions from the blights that they're supposed to be fighting after they've already been rescued and bought more time from their future. Right. Like the people they're who take over their role, their grandchildren. Basically, I mean, they're not. They're not all grand. Not... Sidon is her brother. Sidon's her brother. Yeah. Well, the Rishu's only not, one I think Rishu's not actually related. I think the only one who's actually related is uh, Yunobo. Yeah, it's Yunobo. Um, but yeah, Teba's not even related to. Um... Okay, but I still, just, I still yeah. treat them as all their grandchildren. I mean, it's the same thing. It'd be like yes. your grandchildren come and save your grandparents from the war someone or whatever. You, someone gave you their old scarf and right. their old blue exactly. scarf, and so they all wear a piece of the clothing or something. They do, uh, and that's how yeah. they're identified it, or whatever. But like, it, it is a, uh, it is sort of a montage moment because it, it's split into two different missions. So you'll save mm-hmm. two of them, you know, like Mifa and. Mifa and Daruk first, and, and first, then Ravalia and Urbosa. Yeah, but you have to like once you save one, it, the mission's not over yet. Like, okay, now we go to this one. Now you know it's it's very yeah. like if you want to call me, babe. Uh, it's just this big montage bull bull crap. Uh, where, Video games like, don't have enough montages. You know, I'm like, don't get me wrong. You kick butt, of course, of course, of course, right? You get the sword. The Deku tree says everything's going to be fine. Don't sweat it. Um, Here's and then the warrior, Here you go. And then Have everything Hester. is fine. Yeah. And then everything is wonk. Um, and like, it is very nice. The relationships that they establish, that they showcase between the champion, the dead champion and their future counterpart. Very good. I love that. Love it. It's great. I'm, I was right? really happy that they were there. I didn't, I guess I kind of liked playing as Riju because um, mm-hmm. you get uh, Patricia, the the sand seal as well. It wasn't the like greatest sand seal. Great like... great. What's that? It's it's just pretty great. Like just getting on there and mowing down yeah. enemies with that big sand whale walrus or whatever. Right, the I sand love... seal. I'm like the way the way that Urbosa speaks to Riju. Yes, is very good. Pretty it's good. very much good. like competent mother bringing up a strong young woman 
Like it's she never Urbosa never doubts Riju. Urbosa's just the best character in Urbosa is the I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean the Gerudos. The Gerudos in this one in this in Breath of the Wild were like some of the best representation of like, you know, a different a different group of individuals in here. In, in, mm-hmm. in like in my opinion, almost any Zelda game, just because of like how strong they are and that how they were just like we don't need help from anybody else and they know it like and it's not, true it's like yeah, they, they're not they just have like, all stuff taken care of they're not just physically strong they're also like mentally yeah like fortituded against everything that's going that mm-hmm. has been going on and will be going on like they're the ones best equipped to actually make it out of this you mm-hmm. know also you know who wants to really ruin the desert too much um you know, they don't, the Yiga clan, apparently. I mean, just yeah. Other than that, but you didn't even run into them very much out there. Like, I guess you sometimes run into like Lizalfos and you know some some camps and stuff. But for the most part, mm-hmm. desert's pretty empty. It's not empty though. There's so much to do in the desert. It's great. There's so much to do in the desert. Um, but that's Breath of the Wild. Sorry. Um, yeah. But yeah, Urbosa does even has that dynamic a little bit with with Zelda in the memories mm-hmm. that we see. So to see like her doing that throughout the game with Riju was really great. And mm-hmm. also it's really consistent. Urbosa is fantastic to play as in this game. So I fun. love her power. So fast. So, so fast that like you can, you can charge up the, the lightning meter and like just stick lightning into your weapon and just go, just go to town on people. It's great. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the Yiga clan. We do have to, we got to bring up the fact that we do get to hear more from Master Koga Yay! this time. Also I my like, favorite character in Brother How is yeah. Master Koga alive a thousand years later? Oh, no. A hundred. Uh, a hundred thousand billion years later. Impa Ten is, million Impa, years later. Oh, no, Tegan. <laughs> Rain it in. Uh, it's no, true, we, though. He He really shouldn't be there, but. He shouldn't be he there. Shouldn't. Alternately, he shouldn't be that competent in battle and he's not even that confident in battle no. like, well, the issue like we okay we get more koga than we did mm-hmm. in breath of the wild which is good but also we got too much time with koga's bodyguards like mm-hmm. they're focusing way too much. so much on like his bodyguard being the big which makes sense i mean koga's a pushover in general like that right. he's a joke he, right. he's the mm-hmm. joke, he's a joke character um I but love him though. I didn't. I just wanted to hear more antics from him. Uh, we do get to play as him later, which is great. You can unlock him as a character. He's fine. Uh, he he does just like wacky moves and stuff like that. He but, his special yeah. though, like can just wreck a Lionel. Like it really can. All of a sudden, like he just launches a freaking Kamehameha wave, and it's just that's it. Like that's oh. true. Yeah. I so I was upset. Like. Just to even see that he was here, but like, because it didn't make any sense. But like, that was the one I could look past because I'm just like, I just wanted to hang out with Koga. I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you, Koga. Koga's cool. Yeah. Uh, could use more Koga. Always. Absolutely. I want a Koga um, game. But we, we go through this and it, it's still always at the end of like Calamity Ganon. It's still the, the thing at the very end mm-hmm. that we're going to deal with. Uh, eventually the egg does get infected and that becomes a thing. We see like a, the updated form of that. And then that turns yeah. into like a calamity. Cause calamity has been running around with his own egg, which we talked yeah. about earlier, but like, that's his buddy and the mm-hmm. egg knows things. And well, yeah, yep, the have... evil, the evil egg knows the evil secrets of the future. 
Like, it, yeah, okay. It sort sure, of sure, turns sure. into a, another blight. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. Uh, and that ends up that ends up being like the final. Doesn't that end up being like the true final boss? Is uh, like the blighted egg. What? It's like the it's like the the first phase of the final fight, practically. Yeah, like yeah. you fight him, the egg, and Aster, and then Aster has this very Chancellor Cole moment where he gets he gets taken over. He gets two hats. He gets, he gets norted. He gets his two hats. He gets norted. Yeah, and. Uh, and he gets possessed and then like and then there then there's a final final version of that where like all of that is put together or something into one package Mm -hmm. it turns into like a big calamity ganon and the calamity ganon that we see in fight in this game is not the calamity ganon we see in fight in breath of the wild different yeah different version it's a different Form. Which, well, I knew ne- that form did a bad job, or so. No, I guess Apparently, it doesn't. It, didn't, it, it doesn't, doesn't know, know that. that yet. It doesn't know that. So why am I? <laughs> no, yeah. and I, I, I was just about to say, like, I mean, I don't like Calamity Ganon in Breath of the Wild. Honestly, like, it was one of the more disappointing things for me in that whole game. Like that final battle is just not mm-hmm. as as interesting as it should have been, in my opinion. Uh, really even not, yeah. especially the final final battle you do with it is just so boring to me but that's not what we're here to talk about uh but if you should you should you watch know, how speedrunners t- take them out now like it's it's very interesting the ways that uh the, the more you know about that battle the weirder and kind of crazier and more fun it gets mm-hmm. um but i agree with you. you you said a long time ago that that open world game final bosses just and have a way of like not living up to the grandiosity of the game that they're in, you know, just by the nature of being a sandbox game. Yeah. And the idea that this game sort of betrayed the original, like, or did something different. I'm just like, it doesn't matter to me because I didn't think that the battle was great (laughs) to begin with. So if you're going to do something different, do something different. It would have been the most disappointing thing is if they somehow made it the same to mm-hmm. me right like if we went through all of that and we still fought the same phases of calamity ganon that we did in breath of the wild mm-hmm. we don't it's different that's fine it plays differently because it's a different game anyway uh, then they send four people back to the future they do they do they send the four people what? back to the future and like everyone gets a very nice like parting moment with their champion and it's great and my favorite part about their entire thing other than like Sidon and Mifa and Mifa being like I you know we're gonna be together and Sidon being like our hearts are always connected because we're siblings like that was very good um was Teba being like I can't believe I learned a lot about the champion of the Rito and very very much saying like I can't believe he's such a jerk it's, um, it's, without actually saying it's that the, the Trunks Vegeta thing and you know like yeah exactly it's like Trunks getting back to to his time and like walking to the bowl and being like why didn't you tell me dad was a prick yeah right exactly a hundred percent exactly that yeah. happened oh I'm just like wow this has been I think he says like this has been an eye-opening experience and yeah. like that and then Rivali doesn't say anything he just crosses his arms and he's like hmm. Rivali's the biggest <laughs> letdown in all of Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. Rivali yeah. is such a jerk such a let- it's amazing oh, so much like, potential there but no no growth it, nothing this time travel episode <laughs> completely erases nullifies entirely 
Ravali's growth from what happened when he died to when Link finally shows up to beat Windblight Ganon. And he goes, yeah, actually, you know, you are a, a good warrior and I am going to give you your pow- my power because, like, you did earn it and, like, good for you. you now you do did. have to, like... Like, that is... For someone with that big of an ego, he, he, like yeah, he budged an inch, and that that yeah. speaks volumes, I guess. And he didn't budge at all in this one. He's just like, yeah, no, I am the best. Thanks. <laughs> what? Yeah. A, what a jerk. So, so the, do these four characters know? Were they going to remember this stuff in Breath of the I don't Wild know. too? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, Are they? Because technically, uh, it would mean that uh, if. Why didn't here's another question. Why didn't Zelda or Link get teleported back? If all of the champions from a hundred years in the future got why didn't Link This is where they're from? I don't know. Or, it's because they're the main characters or whatever. Because they're holding like, the they're holding well, the screw, you know. No, because at this at this time in this timeline, they hadn't been frozen yet, and they didn't need to be frozen in time a hundred years. But so they didn't they, exist a hundred years in the future. But when they summon the future champions, that's from the timeline where Link does get frozen. Do they know yeah. Link? No, they yeah. don't know Link. They they don't acknowledge mm. whether or not they oh, link. But that's um, what I'm saying. That's but, what I'm saying. They don't. They don't. They but are already he's going there. to. He's in the pool right now. Is what she's saying. He's in the pool. He's in the jacuzzi. Also, really, he didn't need to get put in the pool. Well, here's right the thing. Point. Here's the thing. When when you do the the when all the cutscenes of Link running into the um to fight the blights in the in the Divine Beast, when all of those cutscenes happen. Um, and it's all from Link's, like, it is shot from Link's point of view. You don't see Link running. You're like, you see the camera bob of Link running. Mm-hmm. Um, the look on all of their faces isn't just, like, relief. It is recognition, but they say nothing. And maybe they just know about the hero. Maybe they know about the hero. Maybe they know that it's Link. Who knows? Nobody knows. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Why did Link no, and Zelda matters. come back? None of this here's all matter. I want to here, here's the last thing I want to say in terms of talking about like timeline stuff yeah late Marvel movies have done it the best where they acknowledge the existence of the timeline but also don't hold it so close to their hearts where they have to be like we have to do all this they can play around with it and they can be like oh these other timelines exist and they do all this and mm-hmm. we're not we're not messing with it it exists as it is yeah we're not trying to define it's it the multiverse and, or whatever yeah and this one, I just want to hold it as this, where, like, in my mind, this is its own thing, that these people, mm-hmm. they, they can exist, they exist the way that they do, and I acknowledge it, but also at the same time, I'm not going to pat you on your back because I don't think you did anything special with it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just, you made a product with those things, and it was enjoyable, but you didn't change the mold. You didn't raise the bar. You didn't mm-hmm. do all those other terms to talk about doing something great and you know, mm-hmm. changing but you did it and i, I think it. i cool. genuinely think as a fix it fic as a fix it fic in its own storyline um away from canon this is a great game it's so fun it made me laugh a bunch like it was a good time to play but like if you try to put this in the canon somewhere it's just a nightmare <laughs> i hope i hope breath of the wild 2 does not acknowledge oh, this it, at it, all. I don't think if it will I at all. see no. if I see this little white egg thing anywhere in Breath of the Wild 2, I will 
burst a blood vessel is, and have a stroke. That is, like, <laughs> aside it from really, like maybe someone going like, oh, well, you know, I did, you know, just like a nod to it, maybe like a character nodding to it, maybe. But if yeah, if the egg shows up, I will lose my mind. The question is, mm-hmm. did Ayanuma like the egg? That is all uh, it takes. Oh, if he liked yeah. the egg, it's going to be in the game. He will make a point to be like, you got to put that egg in the game because i yes. like the egg absolutely and miyamoto said that that's how it works <laughs> miyamoto like said thing, i'm the big boy I like and i get to say what happens and i like the egg i like the egg the egg is kevin i guess my friend this is my heart God, we need to watch out as if he shows <laughs> up. we're naming it breath of the wild if, to egg has he has egg. he posted any picture at any time of him with like a replica of that thing being I don't, like he, i don't think he's not like kojima you can't like watch his twitter feed and guess like what he's yeah. gonna do next yeah so. the way i will accept a nod to the egg okay this is the way i will accept a nod to the he's egg without you. without assuming that they're trying to like make this in the canon timeline fit in any way shape or form is if there is a guardian like a full guardian and it turns white i'm fine with that like a full guardian where they're like, oh, look, it's reminiscent of the egg, but it isn't the egg itself. Obviously, it's a different machine. Okay. I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, But if they're like, oh, no, you can get the egg out of an EX chest or something, I'm going to lose my entire marbles. I would like it if you just get it and it just runs away from you. Yeah. You get the, you you get this challenge, this huge challenge taken care of. You open a chest. It's just like you got the egg and you get this scene of it being like and then it just runs away and you just like, never see it again. There you go. Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe. Well, I'll you maybe know, uh we we do have the the extra super ending uh, of uh doing the iron giant thing where you you have the one screw that's still alive. And if you find all of his friends, it can rebuild the Iron Giant, and uh-huh. and you get a little cutscene. But yeah, and it's just it's just more it's just fun stuff. Like it doesn't mean anything, right? Like because they've already reset the timeline, so the future mm-hmm. stuff happens. Whatever, yeah. All, all of that has been set back, and they just exist in their own little pocket timeline now. And so now they're just like, let's just have fun. Let's do it where you can play as Calamity Ganon now. All right, there you go. Let's do it. Why not? Sure. All that fun stuff. Let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. Do we have any final thoughts that we need to get across on this game? Tegan, I'll let you go first. Uh, Do not try to make it work. (laughs) It won't work. Don't don't make sense of it. Turn your brain off. Yeah, turn your brain off. Enjoy it for what it is. A, uh, a, a Warriors game, game where you get to yeah, where you get to murder a bunch of things. It's super fun if you just think of it like that. Um, but if you're looking at it from like a lore canon perspective, just don't. You'll hurt yourself, and we don't want <laughs> and, that. And those around you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's fine. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fine. fun. I had fun playing it. You know, and yeah, like I said, I, I enjoyed the story as I was in it. Uh, you know, I, I would see things that like, that makes no sense. And that is infuriating, but like, you know, while I'm actually in the story, in the moment of it, it's fine. It's fun. And they get to be Uh Hestu, you know, and he's just an adorable little tree 
And Hestu was one of my predictions that I had that I would really like to play in this game, and I got to do it, and it's exactly what I wanted yeah. it to be. So mm-hmm. uh, that was good. They even put the DLC monk in here from the yeah. the yeah which was, yeah whatever. But you know they 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 put some weird stuff in here, and it yeah it's fine. Have fun. It's fine. It's fine. Just turn your it's brain fine. off and have fun. I still recommend it. I still recommend it yeah, for Zelda I'll fans. S- I'll still recommend it for Zelda fans, but uh, you just gotta go in knowing it is not like any other Zelda game. You're not gonna ever. learn anything new. Yeah, you're really not. Um, it does the in the D. I haven't played the DLC. Does the motorcycle talk? I don't think it does. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't. All right, all I don't right, remember. I'm someone like, oh, yeah. hello, Link. I'm your motorcycle. Just <laughs> Knight Rider. It yeah, I, I don't want that. So good. No, it's just a weapon. Cool, basically. Yeah. Anyway, Tegan, thank you so much for coming on Wee. again and talking Zelda with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it was a good if, time. If listeners wanted to find more about you and see you do things, where could they go? Uh, they can go to uh, anywhere that they get their normal podcasts and they'll just have to look for Impossible Coin. No like underscores or spaces or anything. Uh, we're also on Twitch. I play on Tuesdays and Rocky plays on Wednesdays. Uh, we play a variety of games. And that's just impossible coin as well. Yeah, that's just also impossible coin. Super easy. No underscores, no spaces, no nothing. Very straightforward. Check it out. What do you What are you playing right now? Uh, I'm playing Horizon Forbidden West, uh, which is also kind of a Zelda like, but not. <laughs> it's on our list. Yeah, yeah. it's a good one. Recommend it. Big recommend. It is uh, the second in the Horizon franchise, mm-hmm. though, so uh, be warned. And also, I'm like halfway through the game at this point. I think I've played it for like 10 10 yeah, you've been going for now. a while so it was very good there's a lot going on tegan tegan yeah did you know that there is a breath of the wild crowd control <gasps> i have heard that someone is working on a breath of the wild crowd control is it uh is it functional i don't know i i uh, uh i saw linkus uh very famous world record holder of of gamecube uh mm. era zelda games uh I saw he was doing a trying to get a crowd control set up this morning, and it sounds like you have to do it on Wii U, but and you like need a modded Wii U or something. But okay. uh, but yeah, I Ooh. want to stream that because then you know crowd control. Jeremy's what we've been we've got a we've got a a, a stretch goal for that, we like do. randomizer or crowd control where people can just uh throw you know currency at a thing to like take all of our money away or our arrows away mm-hmm. or stuff like that so yeah so just, i have just... seen um randomizers for ocarina of time and majora's mask that have been hilarious mm. so yeah that's uh that i'm pretty sure the randomizer is probably not far away if if uh if they figured out a way to get crowd control on on wii u so Ooh. i'm excited uh brian you got anything to plug i know you're not you're not streaming right now not, but yeah uh, you're, you're still on twitter i'm on twitter at luigi's apartment and need for speedrunning uh is at nf speedrunning also it, it's a podcast you can listen to it on all the podcast players need for speedrunning and you were recently on a podcast i was on less than 2000 to talk about uh my history with zelda one or just zelda one and why it's so damn good yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh those guys are those guys are great. They do a fun show of just like pre the year two thousand pop culture stuff. 
Uh, and they're all over the place with it. It's not just like, you know, nerdy video game stuff. They'll they'll talk about an album or a movie. They have a Homeward Bound episode. It's it's pretty funny. It's a good show. Check all that stuff out. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Tegan. Thank you, Brian. Yay! Uh, and, uh, yeah, we will talk to you next time. Huzzah! Bye! Yeah!